0: All right, it is Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY. Springfield's News and Talk, a ton to get to this morning. Um, We've been uh, blasting through all of it. And, of course, you can uh, tune in live and local 6 to 9 weekday mornings. Uh, You can also follow along with me, Bishop on Air, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. And if you get a chance, subscribe to the YouTube channel because uh, I do post uh, regular videos of stuff we talk about right here on air, including with your phone calls. And one of those things, the Safety Act. Now, we touched on this in the 6 o'clock hour, but I wanted to dig deeper into the debate uh, that was had on the Illinois Senate floor about the various provisions because it did pass both chambers yesterday. Changes to the Safety Act and no cash bail uh, when it comes to how to treat uh, criminal defendants moving forward. The 300-plus page amendment to the Safety Act filed this week includes language to allow denial of pretrial release for a slew of serious crimes, ranging from murder to kidnapping and more. The bill is... Now on to the governor's desk uh, once the uh, the members of the legislature send that off to him. Uh, now, let's go ahead and hear from the debate. We've got uh, Senator Robert Peters, who was a sponsor of the legislation initially back in 2021 when it passed the previous General Assembly. He uh, he had uh, the amendment that uh, was was agreed upon by the uh, Democrats and by the members of the uh, progressive uh, Democrats. So they came together and uh, finally worked on uh, the the ultimate outcome here. And uh, Senator Robert Peters uh, briefly laid out just some of the particulars of what's going on with this particular legislation. Here he is on the Senate floor on uh, Thursday uh, in Springfield.
1: HB 1095 sets out to what happens on January 1, 2023. The bill adds offenses to the detention net with underlying theme of detaining people who pose a danger and release people who do not. It ensures there is clarity over what constitutes a danger and what constitutes willful flight. The bill outlines the hearing processes, makes clarifying changes to the citation in lieu of arrest provisions, And clarifies what escape means
0: So those are uh, obviously some of the Various things that uh, Senator Peters says the bill contains uh, But uh, not everybody was on board You had uh, uh, Senate Republican uh, Jason Barrickman Address some of the things that he Liked and didn't like about the bill Mostly he didn't like about the bill Uh, But he also had questions specifically Not for Senator Peters He had questions for Governor J.B. Pritzker Here is uh, Jason Barrickman yesterday On the Senate floor uh, debating the Safety Act uh, in front of members of the General Assembly.
2: You told the public that your actions to sign the Safety Act into law didn't put the public at risk. Yet today, today's legislation introduced by the sponsor who testified in committee that his actions to add certain offenses as those eligible for detention, denial of pretrial release, that the reason he was adding those is because he identified offenses that put the public in danger and needed to be included on the list. I told you his quote. He said, we identified those that put the public in danger and those that do not. And we added those that put the public in danger. I hope you will answer the question Of why this legislation is necessary at all. Because the actions of the sponsor in this legislation are no mere clarification. They are substantive changes that are being made because of the harm putting the public at risk as a result of the Safety Act in the first place.
0: So that was uh, Senator Jason Berkman, uh, critical of them actually passing the Safety Act in the first place, putting people in harm's way, and then having to come back after the governor signed that bill and saying that it wasn't going to put people in danger, they had to come back and plug some holes because, well, uh, things are are tenuous and you could put people in danger. Uh, so moving on to the next speaker, you had uh, Senator Chapin Rose uh, address uh, the, the Senate and uh, raised a, a variety of concerns. Concerns, including the messaging of all of this. And the messaging is fascinating because, of course, we just got done with uh, a a political season, right? Uh, We just had the gubernatorial election where this was very much central to the debate between the Republican and the Democrat. Uh, So Senator Rose spelled out some of his concerns. And in particular, he also talked about how that court case, it's continuing on, which that's going to be heard next week uh, in Kankakee County. Here's uh, Senator Chapin Rose. You know,
3: speaking to the governor, he actually all but endorsed the Bennett bill on the campaign trail. This is not the Bennett bill. So I just wonder aloud if he signs it, if that's somehow a broken promise, but I digress. Folks, <laughs> everything is fine. Everything's always fine. Two years ago, four o'clock in the morning, everything's fine. It's the greatest idea ever. Gonna fix everything, gonna help people, And boy, we better vote for it to do the right thing. Everything's fine. Then came the First Amendment. Well, fixed it, problem solved. Nothing to see here, move along. Then came the Second Amendment. Whoa, hey, now we really fixed it. We promise you we fixed it, people of Illinois. No problems here. Is this the third one? I can't count anymore, I've lost track. Now comes this amendment,
0: it's here we fourth are again. Fourth, fourth amendment
3: now. Well, we've fixed non-detainable offenses. Oh wait, for those of you in the media, that word doesn't exist. Let me just take a moment aside here, a step back and just point out the obvious. If you can't actually detain someone for committing a crime, then what is it if it's not a non-detainable offense? Eighth graders could figure that out. But here we are today. Senator Peters says he's fixed that part, but then the Champaign County State's Attorney, who happens to be a Democrat, I might add, oops, burglary, didn't fix that, burglary. Didn't fix that.
0: So Rose went on to talk about how the state's attorneys across the state are uh, continuing on with their lawsuits against the Safety Act's implementation. Senator Neil Anderson, a Republican, he got up to talk about uh, the the messaging of this as well. And in particular, he he talked about how uh, when they passed this thing two years ago, it was indeed uh, full of holes that uh, he says would have made people less safe. Uh, Here's uh, Senator Neil Anderson from yesterday.
4: Two years ago, I did a Facebook Live at about 5.30 in the morning. And I laid out all the things that were bad about this bill. And we talked about uh, the, the policy stuff and we talked about the assault on law enforcement and how uh, uh, they would be leaving the profession and going to different states. And what we got called by the other side was we were called fear mongers. That's not true, you're fear mongering. And to the media, not all of you, but a lot of you were culpable in that. I was directed by a member of the media and I wish I could say his name but I won't, told me that's not true, you're fear mongering. You're fear mongering. Well guess what? We're here today to address the stuff that we were accused of fear-mongering about. Because it's true. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you a little prediction about how it's going to go from here. You pass bad policy, we point it out, you call us fear-mongers, now people are on to you and you say, oh crap, we better fix that. Senator never had any intention of ever coming back and doing anything with this bill until the public was finally on to you.
0: Senator uh, Anderson there, again, talking about the uh, messaging that there was and even members of the media saying that people were uh, scaremongering and uh, uh, fear tactics all for politics and the campaign was brought up. So uh, Senator Darren Bailey, he, uh, he got up. Of course, he was the Republican uh, challenger to Governor J.B. Pritzker, and he talked a bit about the Safety Act and the impacts uh, he sees having on communities. Uh, and uh, moving on to uh, talk about the the importance of. Uh, having actual true transparency when it comes to talking about these things and debating these issues and the minutiae. We have to have that public hearing, uh, but we really didn't get that until the the last two days of legislative session uh, when they uh, released a bill and then they brought it up in committees and spit it out on the uh, separate House and Senate floors. Uh, So here's uh, Senator Darren Bailey talking yesterday uh, about the uh, Safety Act and the amendments and the lack of transparency uh, during debate on the Senate floor.
4: It's a slap in the face to every police officer, it's a slap in the face even to our state's attorneys who obviously don't have a voice here. You know, uh, the campaign trail was obviously mentioned and we've brought that up before and, and to, my, uh, to my colleague Senator Anderson's comments, I believe this particular motion and movement right here will be the catalyst to true change in Illinois until the people finally figure out what's taking place here. And I've already made the comment of no public exposure here in the Senate chambers, which is quite frustrating, that the public can't see and be a part of what's taking place. That's a problem. And when we exclude the people from the process, we've got some rough days coming ahead of us. And those days are coming.
0: So, again, uh, Senator Darren Bailey, he's not going to be in the legislature anymore after he tried unsuccessfully to uh, beat Governor J.B. Pritzker in the most recent election, uh, but uh, predicting that uh, there's going to be a a lack of transparency. And the governor, when this passed, he put out a statement saying for almost six months, working groups of legislators have been hard at work with victims, advocates, states, attorneys, public defenders, law enforcement partners and others to clarify language of the Safety Act, which goes into effect January 1st. And he's pleased the General Assembly. Assembly, upheld the principles we fought to protect. Uh, But again, we were just told for for weeks upon weeks there's just going to be technical changes, but the changes aren't technical. They're indeed uh, pretty significant, substantive changes to the no-cash bail provision of the Safety Act. Uh, But all of the, for the past six months, the governor says... Members of the media didn't really get into the hearings that they were having because they weren't having public hearings. They were doing closed-door working group sessions. Uh, And I think that that's some of the frustration that you have from uh, members of the minority party about uh, the legislative process. Um, All kinds of different aspects. I would encourage you to go read the story I put together. Go to Bishop on Air's Twitter, uh, and you'll see the story there about uh, the legislature passing the Safety Act. It'll give you some detail as to all of the different provisions and what Democrat analysis says and what Republican analysis says. Uh, And uh, ultimately, though, uh, the Democrats, they wanted no cash bail because you're innocent until proven guilty. uh, And uh, that has advanced. And Senator Robert Peters uh, saying this is a big moment for him in his career as a legislator. And uh, he likened it to a whole host of other things that uh, are pretty severe, uh, pretty massive big uh, accomplishments uh, in in various different uh, uh, eras of our country. Here's Senator Robert Peters with his closing statements uh, in the uh, state Senate yesterday.
1: Illinois on January 1, 2023, will make history, civil rights history, one that all of us can look back at with pride. I know I'll say that this is my version of the Voting Rights Act. This is my version of Obamacare. This is what I did in Springfield and changed the fortunes for thousands of working class Illinoisans. Thank you. I urge a yes vote.
0: So the measure ultimately passed. Uh, the Senate then it went over to the House, passed there after impassioned debates, and now it's going to be on to the governor for his signature. Uh, so that's uh, some of the, uh, the, the debates, and I anticipate uh, Republicans might be on to something with uh, them coming back to deal with a variety of other issues of the Safety Act, uh, because they even raised that, uh, that it doesn't include burglary as one of the provisions, uh, though the Democrats say it does include burglary. It's just limited as to who can be detained for that. Uh, that's the latest here with Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 927 WMAY, Springfields News and Talk.